Again, why were these people so cut to the heart that 3,000 people decide to accept Jesus Christ? To be saved. That if they accepted the Lord Jesus. Two reasons, in my opinion. Number one, many of these people had already seen Jesus. They knew that Jesus had lived and performed all these miracles all around Judea, Samaria, and throughout the, uh, Israel. Okay? They knew that. They knew that Jesus had died. They knew that he had been crucified. And now all of a sudden, after Jesus is supposed to dead, a couple of weeks later, these people are coming back and telling us that he now lives. He is risen. If he could heal Lazarus and bring Lazarus back from the dead, surely he can bring himself back, even though they jeered him when he was on the cross saying, you save others, save yourself. But Jesus had to die. He had to be down in the grave for those three days because Scripture predicted it. And so they had to be fulfilled. But now here these men are, boldly declared that this man Jesus whom you killed is now alive. And these words struck the people to their heart till they were convicted by the Holy Spirit, which had come. That's the key in my opinion. The conviction of the Holy Spirit, because no one comes to Jesus except that God sends him. Jesus himself declares that none comes to me except the Father sends him. And how does the Father send him? Through the conviction of the word, the Holy Spirit. And that's what we had happening here. The miracles that began with the turning of the water into wine, all the way through the resurrection, which was the greatest miracle of all. These are the things that caused them to believe in Jesus Christ, beginning with that very first miracle. Now, brothers and sisters, we know that God is not a God of confusion. But we do need to talk about this big elephant, as we would say in the military. There's this big elephant in the room. And this big elephant in the room, when you're talking about turning water into wine, that big elephant is, well, what kind of wine was it? Ladies and gentlemen, I want to be clear when I say that I am not going to argue here that the wine was fermented or not fermented. I am going to give you scripture, and I want you to read these, these scriptures. And the most important thing about the scriptures is I want you to understand what is said over in Romans. We're going to read that. In Romans chapter 14, we have the law of liberty. We have the law of love. So let's take a look at, at this issue. Okay, Let, let's take a look at this issue. The meaning of the word wine. Many words like baptism, church, and others may have different meanings today than they did in biblical days, the Old and the New Testament. Wine was often unfermented and was often spoken of as a blessing. Wine was also fermented. However, the wine that we have today is, the, is, is a, a bit more intoxicating 